Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. In the winter of 2018, four Delta Green agents are called upon to look into the disappearance of a police officer in a northern Minnesota housing project. Join Paul, played by Chris, Kendra, played by Becca, Mick, played by Joreen, and Dougie, played by Joaquin, in Project Echo, a scenario for Delta Green. If you'd like to contact us, you can find us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM and on Facebook and Discord at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. So the man seats you guys down on this ripped up looking leather couch and it's uh, directly across from another leather couch in a love seat where this TV entertainment center with the, with the TV screen on and it's like uh, playing some kind of shooting video game. And these guys just kind of like the game is still going on in the background, but they're kind of just like mean mugging you. It's like, All right, sit the fuck down. I sit down just totally being quiet, trying to be the gray man. So what's up, motherfucker? You want to get high? Yeah. You, you got some fucking money? You know you still fucking owe me, right? And he's like looking at the the homeless guy. I was looking at Dougie like, motherfucker. <laughs> Look, I'm going to need to need to see some money up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dougie will take out a few, some dollar bills. And like, hey, here you go. He takes the money and he, uh, he, he stuffs it in his pocket. And you see he kind of walks away for a little bit. And he, he comes back up to you and he throws this this white bag, it's the corner of a shopping bag that's been ripped off and sealed with a lighter to to hold the drugs inside of it. And he throws it in front of you. All right, let me go get my gear, man. You guys want to shoot here? No, we're good. Why we're the good. fuck not? Well, we just, you know, we, we, you know, we, we plan was here to come by here, get some stuff, go back to our place, shoot it up there. You know, I, I get how that looks. All right, so how about this? Uh... I'll I'll do some stuff that we just head on our way. How about that? Just just so so, so everyone everyone's knows everyone knows we're uh, we're on the level, okay? Yeah, you look kind of clean. I don't know. You see the the guys that are playing video games kind of pause and they look at you, and you're just reading this tension in the room, and it's kind of just like this. He's looking at you like, go on. All right. So yeah, he like t- take open the uh, p- the plastic bag. Oh god! Just, like suddenly, there's like shooting glares at Paul. Just like you see the homeless guy is just like, no, no, I'll go first. And like you see, like he he takes the bag and he starts to like you know this familiarity with with this just kind of like kicks in. He's you know, and you kind of feel like the the pressure's been taken off of you, but you can still see this guy. He's focused on you guys. He's not focused on the homeless guy. That's what I was going to see. Can I, with my alertness of 80, could I tell if the other two are paying attention, like hardcore on us? Or is it just this point? Yeah, they pause the game at this point and they're just looking, they're just like looking over to you. Like, do we need to, do we need to get involved in this? Like they haven't like stood up and grabbed their guns yet or anything, but they're just like. I'm looking at Dougie and I'm just like kind of giving him a look and I kind of place my hand where he knows where I probably my gun's at. And I'm just like, kind of like looking at him like. And, and Dougie was like. No, don't do it. You fucking do it. I, I just kind of like just sit back, but I'm kind of gauging the two, like how far they are from this one gun. If I had to take one out, 
which one is closest to it. You know what I mean? Like I'd go for the guy who's closest to the gun. So I'm just kind of like looking at that while sizing up the room right now, trying to keep my ears open if I hear anything, you know? So yeah, I guess Dougie, he'll sort of just start uh, copying what the homeless guy does because he's probably, he's done some drugs before, but this is a bit lower class than he's used to. What is it they're about to do? Is this crack? It's, Heroin? I, I'm guessing it's some sort of, some sort Heroin. of distilled chemical thing about Bob that'll get you high. Dude, I'm just thinking to myself, okay, I, I'm thinking now on an operational standpoint, I can't have a dude fucked up off heroin, dude. And this can't be successful. Like this op can't be successful. And I'm I'm gonna say in my head, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, hey man, I say to Doug, are you gonna be able to drive if you shoot up smack, man? Are you gonna be able to drive? And I'm saying that like obviously the microphone's hot right now, so these two can hear, but I'm like, You sure you can be able to drive? Are you gonna be able to do uh, restaurant plans? Look, 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 look. I, you know, we got to make sure that we're friendly to the, we got to make sure that everyone knows we're not just a couple of cops. We're, we're just, be all, we're all friends here, right? We're all I mean, friends. it's obvious so we gotta, we're not cops, man, or the doors would have been kicked down by now, dude. Like, do you really want to shoot up and drive and get pulled over with this dope? That's why you'll drive, okay? You're, you're, you're a very good driver, okay? So I, I don't make sure I'll, you know, support, I'll just make, I'll, you know, ride it out. Then we switch. When we get there, you could be, you can the one shoot up and I'll, I'll drive. All right, man. You know, it's, it's a teamwork. Oh yeah. It's teamwork for sure, man. I just say that as I've like already have made up my mind what I'm going to do. <laughs> like, I'm like, go ahead. We'll keep going through it. So like, who's going to shoot up first? Who's going to shoot up second? Who's going to shoot up third? <laughs> you see the homeless guy, he wraps the belt around his arm and he pulls it tight and he, he holds the, the flap side of it in his mouth and you see the, the needle push into his arm and you just see kind of all the life just almost like expel from him as he kind of just sinks back into the couch and his eyes just roll backwards into his head and the, the arm just kind of falls to the side, the needle still poking out of it. And you see the other guys are laughing. Is there, is, can I use different needles? Are the only one there is still in his arm? No, I got you fool. I got you. And you see, like, uh, the guys on the couch are, they take this tin foil out and they take a little bit of the, uh, the heroin and they put like a straw there. They'll hold like a straw in their mouth and you see the light underneath the tin foil and they all start kind of passing this around and, and smoking the heroin as well. So I'm going to go ahead at this point and I'm going to be like, they're fucked up. Those three just smoked fucking dope, right? Right in front of me, right? Out of tin foil. Yeah, they all just they all just smoked dope, and you put, see they're laughing and stuff. I put my hand on Dougie's leg, like firmly squeeze his thigh, and then at this moment, do they look like intoxicated right now? Do they look like they're fucked up? Thing is, you see, it's very different what they're doing from what yeah, the homeless well, guy sure. just did, and it's like it's you see that it's clearly getting them high, but they're not like passing out into the couch like this guy's fine doing. but 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 i mean my reflexes right now are probably going to be better than theirs i'm sizing up like they just made themselves a disadvantage if i need to take control of the situation that's what i'm i'm kind of looking for like are they like acting like they're fucking stoned you know what i mean like or my quick my yeah, reflexes and my actions are gonna be quicker yeah they look high okay. these guys get high so i'm gonna stand up and pull out my fucking 1911 and just fucking like just aim it on them and i'm gonna fucking tell dougie grab the fucking gun on the table I'm going to say, stop right now, motherfuckers. Don't fucking move. I swear to God, I'll fucking end it. I ain't no fucking cop. Sit up against that fucking couch. Sit back, all three of you, right now. And then the moment he does that, Dougie's going to go, son of a bitch. And then he's going like, to grab the gun. Okay, what are your guys' dex scores? Uh, my dex score is 10. Uh, 13. Okay, so he is a 9. So that's basically the way... 
that the technically like the initiative of this is going to play out. So in your like in your action right now, what is it that you're that you're doing? And keep in mind that an action is a very short period of time. Yeah, I'm just pulling out my gun and aiming it towards the three, you know, and just saying, grab the fucking gun, Dougie. I say, we ain't fucking cops moving. You're fucking dead. Okay, so next is Dougie. Dougie, I'm assuming you're uh, hopping to and, and grabbing the piece off the counter. Yeah, he's just going to be like, uh, he's like, oh, son of a bitch. Just, yeah, grab it. Okay, so the guy puts his hands up and you see the the other two guys are are starting to put their hands up too. But a third, the third guy, so like there's two goons on the couches. So like the the guy that let you guys in, he puts his hands up. Second guy puts his hands up. Third guy reaches into the back of his pants and he looks like he's going to grab for something. And you just hear everybody in the room is just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Chill, chill the fuck out. Chill the fuck out. Everybody chill. Everybody chill. Put that fucking gun you're reaching for right now. Slowly stick it to your fucking side. You see the guy, the the guy that let you guys in with his hands up is just like, yo, shoot this motherfucker now. Shoot him. Shoot this piece of shit. You're going to let him fucking rob us? We ain't robbing you, motherfucker. Go sit on the couch right now. Get on the fucking couch. Sit the fuck down, all three of you. Keep your hands where I can fucking see them. Third one uh, has his hand up, but you know that that gun is still back there on his waistband. Other two go and sit down on the couch, uh, hands still up. I'm I'm assuming that one of you is is holding holding, uh, aim on them now. Yeah, yeah. And I I was going to say, Dougie... uh... You know, seeing that you know the the uh, that the shit the shit has hit the fan right now. So he's he's can I um, try wow. to do like try to just intimidate the guy the 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 guy holding probably holding the gun, just like you know get up close to him and just be like you know don't do it or I'll just you know shoot your hand in the head. But that it's be... in his waistband and his his hands are up actually. So he oh, didn't go oh. to grab for it because he probably realized um, he might not be able to get it out in time. So he's he's. All right, so he's yeah, picking his life over trying to shoot right yeah, now. Yeah, Dougie is going to take the gun away from the guy. Yeah, you grab it out of his waistband, and, and now you're holding both, and you tell him to sit on the couch. Okay, all three of you, fucking listen to me right now. I don't want any bullshit. If you give us what we want, you keep your dope, you keep your fucking money, and you keep your fucking lives. You hear me? So I need to know right now, first of all, do you know anything about a cop named Robert Roger Johnson and what happened to him? I don't know shit, motherfucker. What do you Shut want Shut the right fuck now? up. Shut the fuck up. You talk when I fucking tell you to talk, motherfucker. Second question. Do you know who Marceline is? Where she lives? They, you see them kind of look at each other for a second. Motherfucker, don't look at him. Answer me. Do you no, know where the you... fuck she is at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the bitch. What do you want with the old What's lady? her... Bad? Motherfucker, you keep your goddamn opinions to yourself. What's her fucking apartment number right now? Fuck. I don't... Shit. I don't know, man. She lives on the, on the fourth caught... floor. I don't fucking know, dude. Fourth floor? Fourth floor? Yeah, fourth floor. Which end of the hallway? Fucking, fucking, and and opposite side of mine, dude. Fuck. Okay, shut the fuck up now. Listen, this is what you're going to do right now. That dope you wanted my buddy to shoot up, guess what? You're going to have a good fucking time right now. Take that goddamn fucking needle. You inject that shit right now, motherfucker. Fuck, no, dude. Mother- I click back my fuck. pistol. You got two options. You fucking get high and you fall asleep, or you get fucking dead and you sleep forever. You're bro, called, I don't shoot. Come on, bro. You're going to shoot right now, motherfucker. That's your option. You want to live? Or do you want to fucking die? Your call. All right. He's taking too long. Give me a fucking pill. I'm going to kill this motherfucker now. 
and I like grab a pillow from like the love seat. And I put it in front of my pistol, like I'm gonna use it for a silencer. Fuck, can... fuck, no, stop. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Shit, shit, shit. All right. Take just, that fucking no. dope right now, motherfucker. Go. Yo, let me get a fresh one or something. No, on, motherfucker, dude. you're using that goddamn needle now. Put that motherfucker in you right now, motherfucker. You either <laughs> die. Come on, shut the fuck up, Dougie. This is my lane. Fine. Stay in your lane. Take the fucking shit. Shoot it up now. Let's go. And uh, you see, it, it takes him about a minute or so, and his hands are shaking like crazy, but he he ties the belt on, and he's he's giving you glances back the whole time. Like, he really doesn't want to do this. Do it. Especially, he takes this this needle out of the out of the passed out guy's arm, and uh, he fills it back up with, with the heroin he just cooked in a spoon, and he just, like, he just takes a gasp and just plunges it into his vein, and you see these tears coming down his face as he just fully injects the needle in himself and you just see he starts to almost immediately throw up um, All right i'm waiting for him is he gonna pass out soon there mr he's, brownstone so I like Dougie. <laughs> basically what happens is he becomes so sick and so incredibly high that he's just kind of crawling around, just throwing up all over the place and just like laying. He doesn't have the tolerance that this person that he just sold to has. And he's like, it's, it's just not something he's like used to feeling. And he's, he keeps throwing up and you see the other two guys are just looking on, just like scared out of their fucking minds. They still have their hands up. Do you and want to you, keep in mind, Kendra and Michaela, you guys are hearing all of this and you guys are, I don't know. Like, what are you guys doing? I think when we started hearing all this stuff going down, at least Kendra's idea, if Michaela's okay with this, is the idea would be to go in and try to save their asses, but then they pulled out the guns. Um, So, like, either, like, we're on our way up to to that and we'll be outside that door when, whenever. I don't know. What do you think about that? Makes sense to me. Uh, You guys know the room number and stuff like that. If that's cool with you guys, we can say that you're outside and... um, about to about to crash in on this scene. Is that what you guys want? Um, I wouldn't necessarily want to charge in at this point. What do you think you're in? Yeah, I think we can just wait for the whole thing to die down, especially if we just walked up. We heard that he that the one dude doped up so much that he is probably gonna pass out soon. So we can Or die. Or or die. Yeah, we may want to call an ambulance just in case. So, <laughs> are you guys outside the door or no? Yeah, we'll be waiting outside of the door. Are you going to let us know that you're outside the door, or are you just guys just coming up there? I think, yes, I know. I I think I have a plan. So, over both the, 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 the communicator in your hand, as well as from the other side of the door now, you will hear Paul overdoing it much? God damn it, let her in before they fucking hear her. Let her in. <laughs> yeah, so Dougie will like you know the back sort of you know, keeping the gun on the other guys just back up and open the door for them. All right, you you next. Get yourself a fix. Let's go, buddy. Look, Paul, we, we don't have to do that. We can just tie them up with they got you know, ropes and just clothes and stuff. Just tie them up, put gags in them out. Just leave them here. They're like, yo, please, I'll I'll be fucking quiet. Look, I I I don't do that shit. I I don't even really smoke it that much. It's like, dude, I I think I'll fucking die if you make me do that shit, man. Please. Yeah, you're going to make my buddy here do it in front of you, right? Listen, look, man, you want to live? You want to live? You give me a fucking good reason for you to live. Oh. Other than you're going to shut the fuck up. Back off, dude. Hold on, bro. Tell me we're scared enough, bro. The Tell money me. is under the sink, dude. The- I don't want to know the money. I want to know what happened 10 years ago. 
What are you talking about, man? What happened 10 years ago? What happened in this place with the riots? With the oh, kid that was killed? Shit, man. There was, a, there was a bad murder here 10 years ago with those two kids, man. That was fucking nightmare, man. That was when fucking my homie used to be... You know what? You know what? I, I don't even want to hear your shit. You're not giving me the answer you want. I look at these three and I turn around. I wink at them. I'm like, you guys better get fucking answers from him because if you don't, I'm coming back in this goddamn apartment. I'm fucking shooting it up. And I just like turn and walk outside out the door and close the door behind me as I kind of like keep an eye on the hallway to make sure that no one's coming around because I'm worried now that someone was following them. So I'm kind of like, okay, well, I'm going to stand out here and keep guard while these three now are with the two junkies and they can do what they want, you know? You got to keep your cover when you're scary motherfuckers, dude. You can't be like, show any kind of like distraction. Be like, okay, let's talk about our plans. So I'll be the crazy guy. I'll keep being the crazy guy right now. And you guys can be the good cop. So go ahead and do the good cop thing as I'm standing outside the door. Dude, I don't even know what you were going for. We just sent you there to ask about what's her face and yeah, where Marcin. she lives. Hey, it yeah. could be possibly this guy might know about why shit's weird around here, man. It's worth a try. We got him scared shitless. You got two scared dudes right now probably looking at you guys like saviors. Maybe you can get fucking good luck. All right. So the, so once uh, Paul leaves the room, was that? Doug is like, oh, okay. Yeah, the returns to the two newcomers. Just, you know, it, just you know, get down. The guys get, get down on the ground. Tie, tie, tie them up. You know, it's just... Bro, look. Make, put put that put the guy throwing up. Make sure he doesn't choke on his own throw up. Yo, ten years ago, like, look, shit used to be different here, man. My fucking boy little used to run shit, and you know, it's just now he's gone. Other people run shit. It's just different, you know, different times, man. And it's just all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. I don't know. I don't know shit. I wasn't part of that crew, dude. And and I I really feel like you you honest to God have the wrong guys. Like I don't know what we did. For you to run up don't, on us like don't, that? Don't, don't worry about it. It's it's just a bad fucking night for everybody involved. So Look, just you know, just get get just get down on the ground. Put your hands behind your back. We'll we'll tie you up. You know, just tell everyone you got jumped. Okay, that's this is just a bad just a bad night. Okay, a bad night. The two goons are pretty ready to be cooperative at this point, and they're just kind of like letting you tie them up because they don't want to shoot heroin, and you know they don't want to get beat up or anything like that. Out of character, I just find it incredibly like like uh, hilarious. How everyone's like, "Oh, don't make these poor guys who've been poisoning people for like years probably do the drugs that they make people do." Oh, you know, well, like, here's the thing though: if you want to shoot somebody, just shoot them in the head. Don't don't. Well, I can't. Them in front I can't shoot them in the head because if I fire shots in this goddamn apartment, dude, it's gonna attract attention. That's why I pulled the pillow in front of it and was trying to. I was scaring the dudes and fucking doing the one option we had. We'll, we'll save this for we'll later. Talk. We gotta we gotta talk this out. Well, what, so, yeah, uh, Dougie's really good. Okay, so. You, the woman, she fourth floor opposite. Okay, we'll we'll figure it out. Okay, yeah, she's upstairs somewhere, man. Like, I don't know. She still lives here and shit, and like she keeps to herself and shit. Like, all right, all right. So yeah, so you you guys just stay here to keep your mouths. Let me make sure, make sure like you'll get a couple of gags. Just put them in there. It's like somebody will probably find you in the morning or some shit. So <sighs> yeah. Bro, honestly, I'm not even worried about that shit. I just want you guys out of my fucking place because I'm going to be honest. I don't know what kind of cops you guys are, but this is some fucked up bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is really, I don't don't know. Uh, I've uh, seen uh, crooked cops. You don't get to judge us. (laughs) Just just shut up. The other goon is like, shut shut up, dude. Shut up. All right, so yeah, Dougie is gonna like you know sort of back out of the room, and then just let's you know once he sees Paul, it's like Paul. You're God. gonna sh- 
you're gonna shoot Damn it. I look, I whisper. Yeah, I whisper as I'm like trying to be quiet as the three step out. I'm like, you were about to shoot fucking dope. I could have just smoked it. They no. do you saw them, they would just smoke it. I could have just shared some they of that. They wanted shit. you to fuck it. We can't have you intoxicated for the rest of this night. So that's what happened. I'm like, or it was it could have been so simple. We could have just gotten uh, gotten a little bit high. Uh, could have, would have, should have. Shot. Here's we the could thing. have just got there. Full. We could have got up there. We could have just left. Nobody would have fucking cared. But now they get, they gotta remember this. They gotta remember this night. Yeah, they gotta remember you- that some guy made their friend shoot up, poison himself. It, it, that sort of shit sticks in your head. If you just have some guys come in there, get high, leave, that ain't gonna, gonna stick. Nice. Because Can you just made things stick. Everyone at a later point in time. Okay. For, in Dougie, the future, Paul. Dougie, in the I future, get we get you. Don't talk. You don't. You Wait, don't do anything. Dougie, you Dougie, just calm sit. down. No, no, Paul. You're an absolute motherfucker. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. When it's time to shoot, we tell you to shoot. Until then, you just shut the fuck up and sit in the corner and be scary looking. All right, that sounds good to me. And I pull out a can of Copenhagen. I like whack it a couple times. I put a pinch in my lip. I'm like, plus we got these two here now. Welcome to the party, you two. You ready to do some talking? (sighs) More prepared than you are, you dumb fuck. (laughs) Hey, when you need me, you're going to need me. And that time you needed me. Let's go ahead, though. That's cool. All right. You... You stay in the middle, bitch, where we can see you. Let's 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 just go to the apartment in the fourth floor. <laughs> pause. I like what is this pause? I'll fuck around and find out. Sure, like I'm like the, like Paul doesn't fuck, dude. It's operating, motherfucker. One on one, dude. You sit there. You gotta you gotta make a decision. Stick to it. You know what I mean? Because there's no making a decision, starting it, and be like, oh fuck. Uh, let's rewind. Can we do this over again? Because that's how chaos ensues. So it's all right, Dougie. You could have been doing heroin. I don't say that. That's out of character. So let's go ahead. We'll head up there. Did you bring? Are you carrying? You two? Yeah. Fuck yeah, we're carrying. All right, cool. You didn't bring the saw, though. I'm like, I don't see a big old machine gun. No, 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 we did not bring the saw. I'm just winking. I'm I'm playing with you, Mick. I'm playing with you. Let's go. You guys go. Doug, you lead the way. I'll be in the middle. All right. Okay, quick question. Are we all going to the fourth floor now? Or are two of us going to the third floor and two of us going to the fourth floor? Well, we're in the third floor now. I mean, you can have Dougie and I, we can check the empty room and you two can go talk to Michaela. But I don't feel comfortable with you two by yourself because they're looking for us, I think. They're looking for us on the second floor. Except Michaela, you mean uh, Marceline. Marceline. Yeah, sorry. They're looking for Mar. I mean, I think we should all go talk to Marceline together. You guys can talk. I'll stand in the corner. I'll look at Dougie while he does dope. And you guys could talk to Marceline and get the answers. And if we need to go look at the empty room and camp, I don't feel good leaving you two here by yourself. They're looking for him and I, I think. Do you feel comfortable on your own or do you want us to come with? Kendra, you look like you have something to say. I'm looking looking at Kendra and one look just conveys a thousand words of, Mm -hmm. oh, please. Honestly, we're probably better off going and talking with with her. You guys can check out that other room. All right. So All right. we get the spooky, probably haunted room that people avoid. The 418? We go check out 418, not 320? We No, we, we do 320. They do four, uh, whatever the hell we do. Yeah, they'll go talk to her on the fourth floor. We'll do 320. If 320 ends up being clean, we'll go up to 418. Or we'll communicate with them. We're headed to 418. Yes. Okay? All right. Cool. Good luck, ladies. I just like, you want some? I hold out my... Copenhagen can? No. no. All right. Could I just like kind of put it in my back pocket? Nick, 
make the shares one look with Dougie still before they leave that just conveys, I'm sorry, good luck. <laughs> and you all say that until right. you need me. Thank you. Okay, so let's let's first cover Kendra and Mick going up to the fourth floor to find Marceline's apartment. Now, the goons weren't able to tell you the exact number, but uh, before you guys trail off, one of them just says, it's, look, it's going to be on the opposite side of the hall from, from where this room's at, but on the next floor up. And you'll probably be able to see it because that fucking old lady takes care of her shit way nicer than anybody else. Like she's got a welcome mat and like flowers and shit. And like, you know, you'll, you'll fucking see it. She, I don't know what you guys want with that old lady. I don't know if she's on some spy shit or what, but look, that's, that's all I got for you. Man, we don't want anything with that old lady. We just want to talk to her. That's all we want. Don't worry. We're not going to hurt her. So you guys are able to kind of like go up this steel staircase that connects the floors and um, it's empty. You don't, you don't see anybody kind of like loitering in the, in the stairs as people often do in this building, but you get to the fourth floor and uh, you walk all the way down to the end. You hear all the sounds of life from the apartments that you're passing. It's these white brick walls. Every time you see a window, it's it's fenced over to prevent somebody from breaking the window. You see occasionally there's types of graffiti that are just kind of like written on the walls with like markers or spray paint. And you eventually get all the way down to the end. And just like the man said, you see this welcome mat. And it has flowers on it. And it's very worn looking and and very dirty. But this is the only apartment on this floor that has a welcome mat. And it kind of has a cute, homey, kind of kitschy thing that's like hanging on the front of the door that says like, like, home is where the heart is. And, you know, you actually smell cooking coming from this apartment. I lean over to Kendra and just whisper, I hope we're getting invited in for dinner because this smells amazing. Oh. <laughs> and well, after this evening, some, some food might be nice. And, and with that, Kendra will go ahead and politely knock on the door. Not like any urgency or... You hear, after a little while, you see, you hear steps coming closer to the door and you kind of see the, the shadow underneath where the light is peeking through underneath the door you can see that somebody's coming closer to the door and the door opens up and you see this woman she's a african-american woman probably looks to be in her late 40s early 50s it's very hard to tell because she looks somewhat she looks worn down like you can still see some youth when you look at her but it's like buried by the things that life has thrown at her. She has very tired looking eyes with wrinkles underneath. You see, she looks a little bit frail in her movements and her her the tone of her skin, um, it's a little bit lighter skin tone, but it almost looks uh, pale as if she's has a like a, a sickness or cold or something. She just looks very, like she, like she hasn't left much recently. And you see, there's a lot of stuff inside the apartment as soon as she opens the door. You see, quite a few stacks, quite a few bags with garbage kind of piling up. It's not like horribly filthy like the last room you were just in or like the room that the vagrant was in, but it's it's a very worn down apartment. It's not it's not the best living place. Even if somebody was to take care of it and maintain it, 
it would still be riddled with flaws that would be so obvious to everyone. And you see, she has this pot on the stove. It smells, it smells nice. Kitchen looks quite a bit dirty though. And um, she comes up to the door and she kind of looks at you sternly. She doesn't really have any sort of inquisitive look on her demeanor at all. She just doesn't look like she's expecting you, but doesn't look really like surprised or anything either. She just looks like numb to whatever life is ready to throw at her. And she just stares at you guys. Um, I'm sorry, Tamara uh, Johnson sent us. Is are Are you Marceline? Yes, I'm she. And you see, she just kind of like crosses her arms. She's wearing this knitted shawl and she kind of pull uh wraps it around herself a little bit tighter to protect her from the cold. I'm I'm sorry, ma'am, to be bothering you at this hour, but we are we're trying to look into the disappearance of Fortune Johnson, uh, Tamara's dad, and we we heard that you were one of the last people that had contact with him. Why don't you come on in, have a seat on the couch? And she sits you guys down on the couch and she goes back over to the to the pot and begins stirring it. And um, she's kind of silent for a while. And you guys are kind of taking in the, the look of the room. And, you know, you see that she's a little bit of a hoarder. She has like a lot of piles of, of things kind of just like around. And it's a little bit difficult to traverse the house or the apartment rather. And you see she has this very small TV playing a game show. And it's like, well, it's not antenna, but it's like very, very choppy cable looks like. Or maybe it's just the the TV screen itself. But it's like very hard to see what's going on. And it sounds very crunchy coming out of it. And you see uh, on the counter, there's uh, a lot of empty beer cans, uh, as well as like one that you can still see the frost on. And you just kind of like see on this couch where you're sitting just this impression you know that's kind of just been left from a person sleeping on the couch over and over and over and over and over again it's like this dent of you know where this person's body lays on the couch the most and while you guys are kind of sitting there and she's stirring up the the soup she makes uh three bowls of it and she comes and sits back down and uh she'll give each of you guys a bowl and she'll take one for herself and um let's cut to paul and dougie for a moment as you guys sit with marceline paul dougie you guys make it so you guys were going to the third floor vacant room yes sir yep so you find yourself on the third floor similar layout that i described to Kendra and Michaela just a moment ago, you see the white walls. You see that it's kind of just this very sterile white paint that they just keep painting over the the graffitied areas. So you see like how parts of it are kind of like splotchy from just like a fresh paint roller, just having erased a tag or something like that. And um, you eventually see the room. There's like a notice on the, on the front that looks taped on. And uh, you can see that it's very very dead and empty looking it's locked however you want to get in there can you get in there all right let me try how are you holding up there by the way calmer now but again i don't talk about later but you're okay yes all right go ahead and unlock it i pat him on the back rolling his eyes (laughs) oh i got a 97 my lock pick is at like 40 yeah so you're really not able to to get it and you feel like you might have actually broken something inside of it which is going to make it like more of a problem to try to 
try to lock pick it and you're just like yeah like uh, yeah yeah, yeah. like it's like yeah somebody already tried to fuck with this lock it's not it's not working that's amazing so um, i go ahead i'm sorry yeah so i mean there's still other ways that you could get in you could try to break the door open no key is going to unlock this door i'm worried about future, breaking the door open right now and the ruckus is gonna make you know so we can either break the door open or we can go up to 418 I vote for just moving on to the next floor, okay? It's, yeah. you know, if we can't get in, I don't think anyone can get in or out of this place for right now. So let's just leave the spooky place to itself. Do you want to talk to the two and let them know? I don't think they want to hear my voice right now. Yeah, I'll just let them know we're going to the other place, yeah. All right. And we start heading upstairs. So yeah, Michaela, Kendra, you both hear that. Meanwhile, Kendra, Michaela, you guys are sitting down on this woman's couch and she's just giving you this bowl of, what appears to be homemade chili. It tastes quite good, actually. And she's just like, yeah, Roger, he, he was, he's a friend of mine. He used to visit me a lot after my troubles, after I lost my boy. Good friend. Good, good policeman. Really hard to come by. Yeah. Yeah, we've, gone, we've gotten to know him through his daughter and the stories that she told about him. He talked about the girl a lot. Really loved his, really loves his girl, you know, really loves her. He, he seems to have disappeared though, out of nowhere. Do you, do you know anything about that? And you see, she kind of stares off for a while and she's kind of quiet and she's like, hmm. And she takes a cigarette out of a pack. It's like a very long Virginia Slim cigarette. And she lights it. And she takes a deep drag. And she's just kind of like quiet for a moment as if thinking about what to say. You know, sometimes things can just consume your life, you know. And then you get to a certain point where it's time to just move on. I think maybe he just reached that point himself. You know, I think we all have that point within us, you know? And once you cross over, you know, you just, you have to just move on. What do you mean? Like commit suicide or something? And she, she shakes her head. No, no, nothing like that. Just move on with your life. Start to focus on other things. Start to, and she just seems to kind of drift off. Well, she's, see- she's almost like watching the TV again or something. Well, before he moved on, what was he so fixated on? Here, this place, the the evil of the world, I guess. I, I don't know what drives a man like that, but it's like he was just searching for that heartache. It's like he was just inviting it into his life, you know? He was probably the only person that, that really would visit me regularly. You know, that's how I knew he he's a good friend. He is a good friend. That's one thing about Roger. He's a great friend. Last that we know, he went into this building indeed. So that sort of checks out. Did he ever talk to you about finding things in the building? Maybe things that shouldn't be there? Now, I've always known that there's things that shouldn't be in this building. Well, I shouldn't say always known. I always thought I knew. And then when when tragedy befell me, I I knew for sure. I knew that energies, invisible energies exist in the universe. They compel people. They drive people. And I think Roger 
was also keen on the idea. You see, we're both church-going people, but you can't deny certain things when they're right in front of you. And when you live here, a lot of things are just right in front of you. And, you know, Roger was never afraid to look. He was never afraid to, to stare right into the light. And that's why, that's why I brought him with me. You have to understand. Brought him with you where? She looks at you and smiles. And then you see the bathroom door opens and two men walk out of the bathroom door. Like our Delta Green games, The Ultimate Evil focuses on people versus the dark mysteries of the world. Set in Bismarck, North Dakota in the 80s, it follows the story of four young men who reunite to discover the mysteries that surround their childhood mentor's death. 